Hi, and welcome to the Cricket Shepparton Show. This is part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening around Cricket Shepparton. This show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the summer season on 1FM Shepparton Radio. So let's have a listen to see what's happening on the Cricket Shepparton Cricket Pitches this week. 1FM 98.5 live and local sports sees us in the Cricket Shepparton Show round seven today. After today, we are halfway through the home and away season. Can you believe that for Cricket Shepparton? As I have this morning with me, the league president and secretary of Caramonis, Narelle Clangy. How are you, Narelle? Pretty good today. Yeah, trying to stay dry. And we've got Steve Delitz as well, kindly coming into the studios as well. How are you, Steve? Yeah, really good. I had a sleep in this morning. I didn't have to work, so... Now, guys, are we going to get some cricket underway today? I've just spoken to Mark Hatfield from the Murray Valley Cricket Association. He reckons it's going to be all systems go. What about Cricket Shepparton? Um, well, I'm the boss of that, so I haven't had any calls about games off. Um, we have had one ground move, so the game, uh, a C-grade game between Central Park St Brendan's and... Northerners. Uh, Northerners um, has been moved to victory, so... That's the only um, change we've had, but I was expecting 20 phone calls this morning and I've had none, so... Yeah, well, look, the forecast looks like the rain, even though it's dark at the moment, looks like the rain's now gone. Yeah. It's, it's all gone through the area, so it might return tomorrow, but it's looking likely for the rest of today, at least, anyway, that there'll be no more rain, so that's going to be helpful. Yeah, I was in Numerica at 8.30 last night when it hit and you couldn't see on the road... Um, I t- spoke to Wai this morning. They would have been off, but um, they've got the bye out there, so there's no game at Wai so so we've probably got a bit lucky there. And guys, round six was the first time in a long time we've had two day cricket return to, of course, Cricket Shepparton, and obviously well received by all the clubs and, of course, even the league itself. Yeah, wasn't it great to have it back? I love two day cricket. It was, and we had an exciting finish out at Wai with Wai needing 11 runs in one over um, at the end to get an outright result and got it with one ball to spare. So, yeah. Yeah, two-day cricket makes them think that little bit more about what they're going to do with the game, doesn't it? Now, can I just ask a general question? If if it's a two-day game and it's that day one and the rain hits on that day one, does that then divert to a one-day game? It depends how many overs we get through. So it's, right. it's hit the rule books, read it up, and it depends on how many overs we get through as to whether or not it's classed as a, a session for the first day. Right. Okay. I, I was just wondering in general on that because I, I suppose if it's the, the second day, it's just a watch out. But, you know, if it happens on the first day and just being raining today and being the, the first of the second uh, two-day games on day one today, I just thought I'd ask that general uh, question. I mean, I can't believe, guys, gee, it's gone quick, hasn't it? At the end of today, we're halfway through the home and away. Um, I've been director of senior cricket. It hasn't gone quick for me. Yeah. <laughs> with a new a system. very long... It very seems long quick to me. Yeah, with a new system this year um, with Play HQ, it's, yeah, been a bit of a bit of a head, head um, spin, so, yeah. I think it was the pre-season that's taken its toll on us, Steve. <laughs> well, I must admit for you guys it's probably been hard to implement, but from a, a person that uses it to, to do shows here at 1FM... Gee, it's been a revelation. It's been really user-friendly from my 
perspective. And I know clubs have got dip. They've got to put players in the player HQ and register them and, and things like that. I don't have to do any of that. But from my perspective, it's been really, really good. Yeah, I, I think it's it's good on that side. But um, from my side, it's it's been hard work. Mm-hmm. Just, just little things like um, we score everything online now um, and sides putting teams in in the wrong system and then I need to go back in and fix them up. So um, we've had lots of that behind the scenes. It's um, worked pretty well on the other side um, once everything's in there and, and going. But, yeah, there's been a few uh, headaches on my side, I suppose. It's like all computer programs. Once you once you give it the right data, it's all good. It's just giving it the right data to get it going. And, and we've still got a glitch in there with the ladders, like um, the bonus points aren't meant to be on the Hazeman Shield data. Right. But they are showing up and yeah, we can't get rid of that at the moment. So. And of course, we saw the GV Bush Bash uh, go to Bendigo for the first time with a Bendigo side in the competition uh, last Sunday. Uh, seems like a, a great competition and of course, the, uh, the, the winners of last year's grand final runner-up both beaten first up as well. So it looks like it's going to be an exciting competition and just an extension of that the uh, domestic competition or the standard competition uh, will be starting there, 2020, on January 18 in 2024 on a Thursday evening. I'll let you talk about GV Bash. Yeah, well, the good thing about the BBL, the GV BBL, is that it gives players that extra level to actually achieve and play at. Um, and it's just a great concept and a um, great fixture on our round and it's something that we need to be proud of because it's something that's quite unique for country cricket. Was there any feedback Narelle on Downer Park Reserve which is where they played at Kangaroo Flat? Did you hear any reports back at all or nothing? We're just a little bit jealous of some of the facilities. In Bendigo? Yeah, I think that's the standard with like the QEO and everything as well with um, like the QEO is like a little mini MCG in the middle of Bendigo. I've never actually walked through the gates but Driven past it plenty of times. Yeah, like different areas of Victoria do seem to have um, different standards that um, they've been able to achieve. It's not that we're not trying, it's just... Um, oh, I, I think too that like towns like Ballarat and Bendigo have probably got more historical uh, sort of... Odd, how do you... With the gold rushes and everything as well. So yeah, so the, the populations gravitated there before they sort of gravitated towards the northeast. Yeah, it's that historical and having that um, base funding for where you're starting from. That's the that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. And it's really great to see that the uh, standard competition will get underway. Uh, how's that been received for the 2020? Yeah, well, that the T20 Steve's little babies. So I'll hand that one yeah. over to him. Yeah, um, really well. We've got 12 out of the 14 sides have put a side in yep. the higher grade one, and there's only eight in the lower grade one. Travel's a little bit of a problem, like because uh, we're such a big league now. So it's Nagambi and Uroa that haven't put teams in. Uh, but the rest, yeah, they start on the Thursday night is when they're scheduled, but clubs can move them around to whenever they want. But most of them use them as training on a Thursday night, um, a few beers and a barbecue, and yeah. It becomes a very social event for the clubs when they do it right. And that's a great opportunity for the clubs to grab a hold of and actually um, use it not just for their players to turn along for their T20, but it's a great way of getting the families involved, getting kids to... Maybe even having a barbecue and getting a bit of money back that way for the cricket club, the home club, that is. Yeah, Yeah. Tatura's actually asked for a home game first up um, because they're having their sponsors' day that day, so... 
Um, it gives them an opportunity to sort of bring the sponsors in on a Thursday night, not a Saturday, yeah. uh, and a quick form of cricket so the sponsors don't have to sit around all day. So, yeah, it's, it gives clubs an opportunity to raise Sh- a bit of money. It shouldn't be too hot either with an evening game, hopefully. <laughs> well, funny you talk about heat because I had a look towards January and February and had a look at mainly the Saturdays. Now, I know this is long range, but the days aren't looking too bad. Don't look like to be a lot of rain and the temperature ranges it do, there's one day that might get to around 38 or so degrees but it's not looking too bad for the months of january and february at least on the saturdays anyway yeah he's hoping that we don't end up with going from rain into worrying about whether or not it's too hot if we just stick to those nice 30 to 35s that's yep. all right that keeps everyone happy it's warm enough to play a nice gentle breeze but hey that's probably me just sitting on the side yeah and even on into march for the final the hazeman shield and everything it's looking it's it's going to be hot, but it's not going to be overly hot where you're going to be calling cricket off. It doesn't look like. Yeah, I I I sort of look at the weather tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought that. I'd have a look ahead of schedule and <laughs> past that. I don't think they're, they're that. And look, that could totally flip as yeah. well, Steve. I mean, we could be talking about that today, and then all of a sudden we get the other side of Christmas. They're talking heat waves in yeah. January, so who knows? Well, I, I look at yesterday. Like I looked at seven o'clock in the morning. There was no rain forecast yesterday at all. The farmer, in you is not trusting. Yeah. the farmer in you is not trusting of the weather bureau, I don't think. Yeah, an hour later, it had like 15 mils yesterday, so it was like, yeah. I mean, uh, it's been a great season. I mean, Wai are on top currently. They're undefeated. Uh, been a surprise packet, Wai a little bit. I expected to play finals, but be leading after, uh, of course, six rounds. Well, I suppose their batting's always been there, probably not their strength like their bowling's been their strength so but I suppose that sort of played out a bit on the weekend they managed to get an outright so um, you look at Kai they scored 400 well maybe if they declared a bit earlier and they might have got, got the outright, outright result yeah. yeah yeah and we'll talk about that in a minute and Kai's been the other one that they're starting to get their mojo back a little bit aren't they they got off to a shaky start but they're starting to become the old Kai again with Cole Mueller making runs as well yeah, I think we always knew he was going to... Yeah, just just matter of when, yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, look, I, I, I had a look at uh, some of the stats and statistics through the week, and the Lightfoot medal, of course, is uh, the the best and fairest award for Cricket Shepparton, and uh, Ryan Barry, uh, the all-rounder for the Combine United Youth Club, does it with the bat and ball. For me, he'd be the favourite thus far, but... Josh Sidebottom with the ball at Northerners has been having a good year. Uh, Jesse Trowner with the ball at Wayai. Mohammed Shahid with bat and ball for old students. Paul Parsons, the opener at Kai's, been getting a few runs. Cole Mueller since round four with the bat. Timmy Arnell, the all-rounder from Yamurka, with the bat and the ball. And uh, Tim Braden as well from Yamurka uh, with the ball. Uh, there's a couple of names there. That, uh, but I think Ryan Barry leads the pack at this stage for the light foot. Do you think I'm right in saying that or...? Um, I, you neither, better, you I better, better not, not comment because I actually can see the results. So, oh right. So I, I didn't realise that. Sorry, yeah. Steve. I didn't mean to throw you <laughs> under a bus. You better, you better not be asking the umpire. I'm also an umpire voting, too, so. you know? <laughs> No, but um, I think it's just great that it's that you've come up with a long list of names. Mm. That to me shows that it's. Not only that you've got strength within the competition, but it also just adds that little bit to it. So when we're actually going through the votes at the end of the year, 
it's much better for us not to be going, oh, yeah, yeah, we're guaranteed it's going to be so-and-so. So it is good to have that diverse list sitting there in front of you. So Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's, Look, let's well, just keep our options open. Like I said, I think Ray and Barry leads all comers at the moment, but uh, it's a pretty open light foot. Yeah, and that's good. We like to have an open light It's, it's probably a pretty open season as well. Like um, You look at the other end of the ladder with old students on the bottom without a win, I think they've probably got to be the best um, wooden spooner going around. Like uh, they, they probably should have beaten Wayai in the first round and, um, yeah, sort of... Yeah, it doesn't take a lot for you to go from getting the chocolates and sitting on the bottom. So it's only a couple of runs or a couple of wickets difference amongst all of it, so... And Narelle, I know Paul talks about the survey a lot and you talked about it, touched on it last week, but has there been any advance on uh, that from last week to this week? Yeah, well, we're still waiting on... um, They're getting back to us in the early December, Um, but I have had some other things that that have come to us. Um, I'm actually going to be involved in a um, a Cricket Vic um, workshop on Monday, and that's all about player retention. Now, that's one thing that did come out of the survey, of course. We struggle not only to get volunteers, but we struggle to keep our players and to what we can do to actually increase and keep the players because it's not just about increasing. It's also about keeping the ones you've got. Um, and there's a lot of clubs out there that are struggling some weeks to actually get um, teams on the field. They've got the players, but it's whether or not they're available for that week. Um, I've, yeah, it's a, weird, it's a weird thing, cricket, in that people will sign up for the season, but that doesn't necessarily mean they'll commit to the season. Um, yeah. And getting player retention is that factor. So, yeah, so we're doing a bit of a workshop on, with Cricket Vic on Monday night, so, yeah. And is there anything around in the survey about getting past players back to, say, umpire and volunteer at clubs? Well, you see, that's one of the other big things, is getting the volunteers there. And we've seen through the umpires that some of the umpires that we've had have been past players, and that's always a great way, but to actually make them realise that they can do it. Like, every year when we call for, especially come final season whenever we're needing those extra umpires because we suddenly need umpires for all grades and we usually end up getting past players once, well, quite often they're not not that past. They're just um, not in the final season Mm -hmm. and they end up umpiring and 99% of them are like, you know, that was quite good. I didn't actually mind doing that. But it's getting them committed to the season to actually... And it's like anything, trying to get people committed to what they want to do. Yeah. And life just seems to have gotten quicker now, hasn't it? Like, uh, the world's gotten smaller. Like, the younger generation today, like when I was a kid in the 70s and 80s, you basically had football, cricket and tennis and basketball, and that was basically it. Now there's just so many options for kids today, and there's a lot of pressure on kids to leave home for work, school and everything as well. So it's a it's a really hard dynamic, not just for cricket, but for local football, local tennis, uh, even I've, I see that uh, a lot of golfing fraternity where their youngsters are playing golf up till about age 17 and they're losing them as well. Yeah, and of course, it's that blur of lines too because footy no longer finishes at the end of September. No. So your talented sports kids, they're usually talented in a variety of sports. They're not just a cricketer or a footballer or a tennis player. They end up having to choose. And the trouble is that blurring where football encroaches into the cricket season and that's where we seem to lose some of those players. And you're right about the kids having to move away, um, having to leave to get 
their education if they're wanting to pursue that, even for some of them just to get their different job opportunities. And the job opportunities, because back in, I'll go back in our day, that sounds really bad, but back in our day, you didn't work seven days a week. So whereas the weekend was reserved for, Saturday was sport, like people just did sport on the Saturday. Like you look at it, your supermarkets weren't open. They weren't open past lunchtime. Whereas now... And nothing was open on a Sunday. No, nothing was open. Whereas now those younger kids, to actually maintain employment, they land with those weekend hours. So that automatically takes them out of being able to be playing their sports. Yeah, I think think the other thing there too is parents are a lot busier as well. Like uh, they used to work Monday to Friday and maybe Saturday morning, but now they work... Yeah, multiple jobs and multiple hours. And Long hours during the week too. A lot of parents, when little Johnny says, oh, I don't want to play sport at, in the, on Saturday morning anymore, they go, oh, that's good. I don't have to get up at 6 o'clock on, on my one day off. Like, so, yeah, there's a bit of that as well. The, the other thing what I've noticed too from growing up as a kid, cricket was always on the television. And now I'm noticing that it's a lot less on the television these days. I know we've had the World Cup recently, but... I remember the old one-day series where it seemed to be on every other day in January and February, and it was always in your face and you had the test matches coming on. Now I'm noticing a sort of, with the commercial networks, a sort of uh, sort of peeling back of the cricket product, which I think is hampering. Uh, and it happened in England where it went behind a paywall and they lost a generation, about 20 years of cricketers. They've only just uh, got it back on through the BBC and and uh, like that to try and rejuvenate England right. England cricket. I, I think all sports need to watch that. Um, yeah, we've seen it. Like basketball was probably the same. Like yeah, when I was growing up, a league in the soccer. Yeah, in the eighties, like basketball was like huge. Yeah, and, and then it went to pay TV and it was then, on Channel Ten back in the day. Yeah, and then it went to pay TV and it was like nobody watched it and and it almost fell over and I think it's back to on free to air again now so it's yeah all sports have got to watch that I think yeah they have a they have a game every uh, Sunday on free to air yeah. currently but even though that's only one game yeah. a week as well like um yeah I don't know I, well I don't know what the answer is but I remember when pay t- television first came to Australia in the the, the mid 90s the government of the day said that they would protect sports to be on free to air but to me now that that mantra doesn't seem to be happening as often anymore. Oh, politicians wouldn't lie, would they? No, no worries. Well, what we might do, guys, we'll go to a sponsor's break. I'll give you a bit of a rest. Come out the other side. We'll have a look at round six and talk a little bit about round seven. Yep. No worries. Have you ever been to the Nathalia Nursery? You know, at number six Railway Street, Nathalia? Hop in and say good day. At Nathalia Nursery, we like growing a bit of everything. We have a large variety of plants, including succulents, natives and perennials. We love our fuchsia, pelagoniums, geraniums, hydrangeas, as well as lots of different salvias that we grow. And our hope is that you will too. We're open Thursday to Sunday, 10am to 4pm. Don't forget, we also stock tube stock, punnets of flowers and veggies. Nathalia Nursery, well worth the trip. One FM sponsor. It's the Black Friday sale at 40 Winks and we have some absolutely incredible deals. Right now, get 50% off mattresses on a huge range of leading brands online or in-store. And that's not all. You'll also get 30% off bedroom furniture. So don't miss your chance to get the massive savings you've been dreaming of. 
Hurry, our Black Friday sale ends Cyber Monday. Exclusions and T's and C's apply. 40 Winks, serious about sleep. Our sponsor, Riverside Plaza, Shepparton. Buy new shoes for Kim, get soccer uniform for Jack, pay for trumpet lessons. What are you doing there, Sandra? Oh, these school costs add up so fast. I don't know how we're going to afford it all this year. You should find out about Saver Plus. Saver Plus? What's that? It's a free program where ANZ matches your savings dollar for dollar. You can get up to $500 for education costs. Really? How do I join? Saver Plus is delivered in your local area by Berry Street. Participants must be adults receiving income from work with a health care or pensioner concession card. Call 1300 610 355 or look it up online. Super Saturday Sport with Mark Owens. Welcome back to the Cricket Shepparton Show. We're in round seven of the Cricket Shepparton Show on your Saturday morning. Paul Dickinson goes away. He's on his honeymoon. I believe he'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. Let's have a look at round six on a course. Went for two weeks and two weeks just gone. The first of the two-day games for a long time in Cricket Shepparton. And, of course, the Kai Abram Redbacks took on Yaroa Kai uh, four for a 407 in, uh, of course, their 80 overs. Uh, they batted first. And Cole Mueller, 158 runs. Paul Parsons, the opener, having a great season with 64 runs there. Yaroa, uh, of course, they were all out for 106, five for 84. They didn't quite get outrighted in the end, Yaroa, but big win the Kai. Um, yeah, like I said earlier, I think maybe Kai should have um, declared earlier last week. Um I don't think your role are ever going to get 300, so, um, yeah. Uh, interesting game, Marupna taking on old students uh, in the week one of that game there. Marupna are all out for 226. In response, old students uh, all out for 148. Uh, in the second week there, Felix O'Dell, the vice-captain in that middle order, making 61 there for old students. Yeah, old students probably need... Um someone to step up around him and help him out a bit, which they've got there with a couple of kids, but, yeah, obviously no one did. Caramonis were all out for 116. Northerners all out 242, and then a 7 for 68 Caramonis. They staved off the outright, but uh, Northerners are pretty emphatic there. Yeah, the boys really did try and make it interesting. We'll go with that. That's what they were doing. They were putting on a show for us. And uh, the Way I Tatura game, uh, this was an outright result. Uh, Way I 4 for 200 declared, and then Tatura uh, 10 for 89 was sent back in, 10 for 121. So all out 89, all out 121. And Way I only needed 12 runs at the end of all that and got the outright at Way I Rack. Yeah, and as Steve said earlier, they, they also made sure that was an interesting game. Yeah, they, they actually had to get that. 12 runs in one over. There was only one over left to bowl, so uh, I think there was a six hit off for second last ball, so. And Nagambi took on Yamurka. Nagambi uh, all out 176. Yamurka were 10 for 113 and sent back in three for 59. Uh, so Nagambi uh, getting the points there in the end. Not an outright, though. No. Yeah, they're, they're both sides there are probably starting to roll on a bit now. Um, so, yeah. And Central Park St. Brendan's, seven declared for 317, uh, took on Shepparton Youth Club there, all out for 184 in that first week there. Uh, 91 to Ryan Barry, who we talked about uh, being for Youth Club there, being uh, my personal favourite for the light foot, uh, but we'll have to wait and see there. And of course, Central Park, 
uh, with uh, Andrew Cow and opening batsman 114 in that match as well. Yeah, well, for anyone to get 91 when your total's only 184, that's pretty and yeah, a, and impressive. And a middle-order batsman. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Um, yeah, that was our first um, day-night pink ball game too, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, and the pitch got damaged in between week one and week two, so oh, Central right. Park did well to get that pitch up. So, yeah, yeah, no, that that's that's not good to hear, is it? So, um, yeah, interesting times there. So, but um, today we go to round seven, and like I said, like uh, we're only four weeks out from the Christmas break, guys. I bet you're both looking forward to the Christmas break. I see uh, Narelle nearly collapsed in the chair when I said that. So. <laughs> Christmas um, break. Oh, okay. I like how you worded it as a break. Okay, we stopped cricket, but yeah, it may not be a total break, but at least it's something different for us to do. Um, yeah, well, it's three weeks this year, so it's it's probably good. Um, Christmas falls at sort of that strange time of the year, so um, yeah, we actually get three weeks off, not two. So yeah, well, gee, I'll tell you what, guys, it'll fly after that the, the season once because you're virtually looking at when you come back. I know it's like the first, second week of January. You're virtually at mid-January when you come back, sort of thing. So yeah, and then we got T20. Yeah, and T20s will one come day, along. One yep. day finals. Uh, yep. So yeah, it gets and, really hectic. And throw in all, of course, what all the junior kids are doing with the Junior Country Week, and they've got the northeastern um, competition for them on the third of December, um, and then yeah, their Country Week will all kick off in January as well. So yeah, yep. yeah, it doesn't really stop, does it? <laughs> Yeah, is there any... While we're on that, we used to have representative cricket. Can you ever see that returning Um, in January? At the moment, like, there is opportunities if the players were really wanting to. Um, We're not getting a great deal from the players that they're wanting it. Um, So until we've got... Like, there's no point in us um, submitting a team if we're not sending the best of our representatives. Mm Because if you're going to represent the association, we want the top 15 players to be going and representing us. I I think... Um, Part of it too is um, cricket. Shepparton is a fairly high standard. Our A grade's a high standard competition anyway. Uh, you see, sort of Murray Valley and whatever used to send a really good team, and it was probably their opportunity to play in some good competition. Whereas, yeah, a lot of ours are playing. And that's grade. and that's where the BBL and all the rest of it's coming in as well. Yeah, and you didn't have that in the past. Did you all no. that sort of stuff? So. No. So yeah. you've got those. So it's just a different form. It's just and it's yeah, sort of it's, you're right. Changes. That's sort of like a representative, only it's in a different format. It's a different format. Yep. Yeah, you're playing at a different level again. Um, and with the Melbourne Country Week, it's a huge commitment for players to actually take a week off work um, to actually be able to go down there for that. So, and there's a lot of expense involved with it as well. Whereas, yeah, there's other opportunities out there for the players to show their stuff. We'll have a look at round seven. Tatura taking on the Gamby at Frank Howley Oval there. And Tatura, pretty big day in Tat. It's Tat Cup Day. They got their... Uh, Tat uh, 200. Yeah, they got that on as well. Uh, a lot going on in Tatura. And we've got a cricket match among it as well. Of course, not forgetting the spring car and that's here in Shepparton today as well. Uh, drive safely on the roads. Of course, some of the roads might be blocked throughout the afternoon. So, of course, Tatura... Uh, Blake Armstrong's been going all right with the ball this season for Tat. Nagambi, on the other hand, uh, Zach Winter-Irving got off to a good start in the first couple of rounds of the season, making runs. And, uh, of course, Josh Sanderson with the ball's been going quite well as well there for Nagambi. You'd think Nagambi, but Tat is starting to sort of build something, aren't they? Yeah, Tat have been... 
like it's good for them. They're a young group. They've um, struggled over the last few years, but they've stuck at it. So I'd love to see Tack get up. I I think Nagim is sort of sort of starting to get the roll on now. Yeah, they started slow and yeah, a bit like Kai is starting to get roll on now. Yeah, and Northerners take on Way today. This is at the Tally Group in the wreck, so Northerners at home there. Stuart Turner's been having a fair year uh, with both bat and ball. Um, you got uh, Declan Newbounds made a couple of runs recently in rounds four and five. And you've also got uh, Josh Sidebottom. He's been doing it all season with the ball as well for Northerners. Way I, uh, Mitch Cleland's been having a good year, the all-rounder there at Way I. Of course, he's the captain. And uh, we've also had uh, Jesse Trowner, good year of the ball as well there. I think he could be up there in the light foot as well. Uh, although it does really go to all-rounders most times, but uh, he's had his fair share of wickets this season. Yeah, so there's good players on both those ones there, but I actually think that Wayo will probably get the chocolates there. I, I think Northerners have probably been the surprise packet of the year. I, I sort of would have put them in the bottom two or three at the start of the year. Lost uh, their first three and won their last three. And and it's just their kids are stepping up. Like, a lot of those kids in A grade are 15, 16, 17. So, yeah, um, yeah, I I reckon they'll give Wayo a fair run, but I think Wayo probably too strong. Yeah, because two of their boys were named last week in the um, under-16 representative team for Country Vic. So, yeah, so Northerners have definitely got some youth on their side. Uh, Marupna take on Karamona. This is at the Marupna Rec. All games getting underway at half 12, as the English like to say, 12.30 this afternoon. Well, Marupna, they couldn't get on the park for the... First couple of games of the season and uh, finally got underway in around about round uh, three there for Marupna. But uh, starting to get up into that uh, finals, that top six at the moment, Joel May's been having a good season there with both bat and ball. Uh, Henry Barrow uh, in round six, he had 53 runs and three wickets. So uh, he's starting to come into a bit of form. Uh, Matthew Pride made 88 runs back in round five there. And Karamonis. Lockie Keat, he's been going all right this season, uh, making runs. He's got a couple of wickets this year. And, uh, of course, uh, Zane Newbound with the ball's been having a good year as well there at Cara. Yeah, Cara um, needs a bit more to go in their favour with the bat there. Um, based on the team that was sent to me this week, you might find a very surprising um, past Lightfoot medalist out on the ground out there. Right. Yes. Um, as in, Lockie's bringing his dad to the game. So Chris will be out there. Right. Interesting times. So there you go. See, there's a there's a name you you didn't rattle off for possibilities for your light foot. No. No, I didn't at all. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm sorry to say, I don't think that the boys have got much hope over there today. I think that it will be Marupna. Yeroa take on old students. This is at Yeroa today. Look, uh, for Yeroa, Nicholas Hill's been trying hard. He's made... Uh, over the last couple of weeks, he made 53 in round five, 46 runs uh, in the two days just recently gone there. Uh, Walter Jackson's been having a good season with the, the ball, made 30 runs in round six as well with the bat. But old students there, uh, Jake Sullivan's picked up a couple of wickets uh, this season. Felix O'Dell's been having uh, a good season with the bat and picked up... Uh, Three wickets as well back in round six there just last week. Just gone. Mohammed Shahid's been having a really good year at Old Students. 
I can I can honestly predict that hopefully, providing the weather plays out, one of these two teams will get their first win for the season. Yeah, um, I I think, like I said earlier, I think old students are the best wooden spooners I've seen for a long time. But I suppose the nerves probably start to hit in a bit now. Um, they're sitting naught and six and. It's probably Uroa looks at it as an opportunity to win a game. So, but yeah, I think old students should get up there. Yeah, I, I'm thinking maybe maybe Uroa at home, but it's a toss of the coin. I think that it particular is. game, Central Park St Brendan's take on this will be a cracking game, Kai Abram. Uh, this is at Deakin Reserve at 12:30 today, and of course Central Park this season. Uh, Jack McCartan, he's been going really well with the bat this year. Tyler Larkin's been making runs, uh, of course, the captain uh, with the bat as well. Uh, Bowling-wise for them, uh, Dwayne Vittler in round three picked up three wickets and in round five picked up two wickets. And Jacob Wakeling's been getting wickets consistently this year for Kai. Cole Mueller's just starting to cast a shadow over the Cricket Shepparton competition. But uh, Paul Parsons has been uh, good from the get-go, the opener there for Kai, making a lot of runs, made 114 back in round three. Tommy Holman in round six picked up uh, five wickets and two wickets uh, in both innings, and so seven for the game there. And uh, Lewis Sablar-Holt has been taking wickets for Kai as well. Guys, yeah, well, I drove past Deacon on the way here. The covers were over it, so therefore that to me indicates that the game that there'll be no issues at all with the pitch because they've done the right thing, covered it all over. But I actually reckon it could come down to the toss and who gets to bat because that's one thing with a wet round this week is, of course, all your outfields are going to be that little bit slower. Um, your pitches are going to be a little bit more indecisive. Um, but I think Kyle win there. I I think it's sort of one of those games. Kai has to start winning these games. Mm-hmm. Um, they're down the ladder, and with Northerners winning games as well, um, that sort of fifth and sixth spot starting to to start get hard to get into. So yeah, I I think Kai. I think Central Park at Deakin might be uh, like it's going to be close. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't go staking my life on Central Park winning, but we might be just going for what we want for a better ladder. Be- better, so. yeah, yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be a crackerjack game. And in the final game, the Combine, Shepparton Youth Club United take on the Eagles in Katandra at Princess Park today for United. Uh, well, it's been all about Ryan Barry, hasn't it, with bat and ball this season, like I said. And for Katandra, uh, having a good year with the bat and, and with the ball as well is Hadley Sirat, uh, the vice-captain all-rounder there at Katandra. Yeah, no, I, I think... Shepherd and Youth probably need to restrict Katandra to sort of that 150, 160 mark, and they're they're in with the show. But um, if they let let um, Katandra score too many runs, they're they're going to struggle. But I'd say Katandra. Yeah, Youth Club, we're all down there working hard on removing their covers. As I was driving past today, I did a bit of a tour on my way here. Um, but I actually think Katandra will probably get up and win that. Um, but once again, it could depend on who bats first today. Yeah, Katandra for me in that one. Yamurka got the bye. That's it, guys. We'll do it all again next week. Thank you. Thank you. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM, Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter. And tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.